What's up, everybody? Welcome to Heart, Mind, and Soul. First of all, my voice sounds still very weird. Have you guys heard last week's episode? My voice sounds absolutely stupid, but this week I'm recording at the same time, trying to batch some information in. But again, I said, like I said, I went to the Mississippi, and while in Mississippi, I was able to interview this very special guest that we're going to be having on the podcast today. Her name is Autumn Walters. She is a businesswoman. She owns a clothing company. We actually ended up doing a code. So if you guys stay till the end, you can hear what that code is. But anyways, I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. I loved sitting down and talking to her. Autumn is a really interesting human being. She has a lot going on. And I really wanted to share her stuff with you guys because she ended up actually doing the college thing. She got her degree. I don't I don't really remember if we mentioned it in this, but she did get her degree, her um, schooling in dental assisting, or she got most of it done, I believe. But she's finding herself more interested in other aspects of her life. And I wanted to share what she had to say about that, because I think a lot of times we get so bogged down with what we need to do in our life. And this is the reason that I had Ethan Morales on the podcast with the business is because I want you guys to see that there are other options in life to do. And so I wanted to kind of talk with her about her business and her life goals and how she stays mindful and how she stays really interested and stays on top of how her life goes and everything. So we just had a really great conversation. So I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. I truly did. We did it in the cutest little coffee shop downtown in the area where she lives. And funny story, I actually got my microphone stuck to that table for like 30 minutes straight. I was using my whole heart, mind and soul and strength to get that microphone off the table but we ended up having one of this this guy I've never met him before but until the time that he pulled my microphone off the table I felt so bad but anyways it's just fun and, and we just had a great time hope you guys enjoy this episode and welcome Autumn Walters hi hi how are you I'm good how are you are you nervous yes very I've never done a podcast before all right so this is Autumn everybody she has lots of different hats, so just introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, what's your life about. Oh, God. Um, I'm, my name's Autumn Walters. I live in literally the tiniest town ever, Sebastopol, Mississippi. I don't even know where to start. Like, we were just talking a few minutes ago before we started recording this. The hats, they're a lot. Um, but the main thing is I do... Audie Cloth. I have a clothing shop. It's an online clothing store. Um, I run, I think it's like eight or nine social media accounts. I don't even know how I got into that either. I, I think how that happened was Savannah Copeland came home from a conference and was like, okay, so we're completely going to revamp our social media. So you're starting doing the church one. And I have no like experience, whatever. And then that just happened another one another one another one and now here I am and like I can't I really can't remember I think it's like nine eight or nine wow that's amazing it's definitely different than a lot of people you do you have like you're in college or going to be in the yeah. fall I took a t- break but I'm starting back yes next gap month. semester but then we're in spring all of your different social medias then we have Audi cloth which is you said an online clothing company yes. which I'll tag all in the social medias when we post about this and it's so cute. We're going to talk about yes. that a lot more. And you're, how old are you? 21. 21. Yep. And graduated from high school, all of it, doing 
doing the girl boss thing. Yes, all the things. Yeah. So I wanted to interview Autumn for the podcast because I feel like she has a very interesting outlook on what she's doing. Obviously, you're a very positive human being from what I know. I don't know Autumn super well, but I do know from the experiences that I've had with her. She's very positive, uplifting. You may be stressed out, but you don't act stressed out, which is nice. (laughs) That's a good thing. (laughs) You act very mellow and nice and everything. So I want to talk a little bit about how you stay mindful, Mm -hmm. how you, you know, enjoy life. You're also in a relationship. So how's that, you know, how do you be there for these people that you love in your life versus also school and life and church, obviously. Yeah. And keeping it all together. So before we do this, I want to do a question that I'm going to start asking every podcast guest that we have on. But what is the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for you? Actually, whenever the other day when you sent me kind of a list of questions we may be going over, I saw that one. And I was like, how in the world do I answer that? Because there's not just one person, like I know this sounds so cliche, but there's probably three or four people that genuinely, if it were not for them, and them giving me chance after chance, um, and giving me spaces to grow and learn, that I, I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing right now. So... As far as just one person, there's there's no way. There's not just one person. And and those people know who they are. Like, if I'm ever anything in life, they'll be like, I helped her. She, yeah. you know, was just dying, and then I pulled her up. Tell us about a specific thing that they did for you that just really affected you. Well, life. actually, there's one person, and she knows who she is, but I, I was... That sounds so cliche to be like, I was at such a low time, but it's not cliche at all. (laughs) I didn't have like direction for my life. Like I didn't know what I was going to do or what I was going to be. And I was kind of struggling and she was, was there for me. She called my hand when I was doing something dumb. Um, And actually I'll never forget. I always wanted to do a clothing store, but I, it was kind of one of those things where I didn't know when or how, if I would ever have the chance or, you know, whatever. And I was just, I think I was like 18 or 19. And I was sitting in her car in my driveway and I was crying and I was all upset or whatever. And she was like, you need something to give you purpose. You need something to take all of of this and channel it towards one thing. And she was like, why don't you do a clothing store? You've always wanted to. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. And she was like, no, you can. Like, you just need to start it. And that's when I started it. And wow. and I started working towards it then. And that's how I have it now. Wow. That's so, so amazing. Yeah. So you started that when you were 18. I started working towards it. It was kind of a, on the side. I was doing all the paperwork and getting the, the business papers and all that. But I started it last October. So I just turned 20 okay. when I started it. So it was about a year-ish of so, pre-stuff. Yeah. So bring us through the whole process of how you went from an idea and motivation to now a successful company. I would say that. I think if you guys see her Instagram, it's so cute. A lot of people that I know has something of Audie Claw. So tell us the whole process. It's definitely a learning. Like I'm still learning. There's so much. Oh my word. I have so far to go. But it's just something that I always wanted to do. And there were several people that had done it before. And I talked to them and they kind of gave me direction or whatever. But I just took it one day at a time and went really slow. The before stuff, like getting all the business paperwork and 
all that stuff. I went really slow through all that because I, I did want to make sure it was right. And several people actually have messaged me and been like, I want to start a clothing store. How do I do it? And I was like, oh, patience. You better yeah. be, because the first part is rough. But it's just figuring out what you like because like with the Instagram, this is so small, but like with the Instagram, I never knew what look I wanted to go for. Like there was so many different things I like. And so once you get this is the aesthetic I'm going for, this is the look I'm going for, then you have to stick with it. Even if you see something else, it's really cute. It's like, no, I'm staying with this throughout all of it. Even the beginning, picking out what style of clothes you're going to get, just being really patient and giving yourself grace. I literally wouldn't know the first thing, honestly, like at all. I'm sure everybody feel that, feels yeah. that way. So what was your inspiration for specifically the clothing company? I know you said you always wanted to, but. I always loved clothes. Like, Growing up, I love clothes, and eventually I want to get to a point where I'm designing my own clothes, but for right now, I I just always loved clothes. Clothes are my hobby. I liked outfits, and I think that clothes that are cute and are affordable are rare. I don't want to spend $150 on every piece of clothes I have. You know what I'm saying? I want something cute, but that I can pay like 30, 40 bucks for. One of the things on my website is nothing to me there's nothing that makes me feel better about myself than a cute outfit like if I feel good about myself and I have a good outfit on then I'm like I can really take the day and so I think every girl deserves to feel that way yeah and not have to pay a billion dollars for it true true I don't know the first thing about fashion to be honest with you it's a struggle I I will find one style thing that I like and I'm like okay I'm sticking with this for my outfit's cute I like that sweater thank you talk to me about how do you decide the clothes that you want? Do you have a manufacturer? Do you have a company that you order from? Do you just like get a shipment of some sort of thing that you find? What's that whole process? Well, there's several really big wholesale companies that you have to buy through. And to buy from them, you have to show your tax ID number, your proof of business. So if you don't own a, a, a business in your name, you can't buy from there. I just buy from all those and I've Went to things like Atlanta Market. They that's like a a huge market. That's it's like I think four buildings, huge buildings in downtown Atlanta. That's fifteen to twenty stories high, and it's all different vendors wow. and different clothes and stuff. It's that's really awesome. it's kind of overwhelming, but it's really cool. I've got to go there once, and you can kind of go there and get a feel and look at the clothes that you see online that you would order. There'll be so many things I like, and I'm like, no, I have to only get small amounts right now. But it's just a big wholesale company that they make the clothes, and then they put them on there, and you have to buy them in bulk. Like, you can't just buy one shirt or one skirt or whatever. You have to buy how they give it to you. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. We talked a little bit about your company and the clothing business and how you got it started and your inspiration and all of that, but I want you to talk a little bit about your everyday, day-to-day life What's your morning routine? What's, you know, how you stay mindful? How do you not get burnt out? Just give me the rundown. Wow. Uh, well, actually, I don't have a morning routine. I'm still working on that. I am, uh, unfortunately, I need to get way better on this, but I'm the least organized, least put together person. I usually, my alarm goes off and I'm out the door running. So <laughs> I should definitely Maybe. get more structure and organization in my life. So as far as morning routine running. That's all. I don't really have one. I'm still learning a lot with burnout. I think it's because like sometimes I'll get to where I'm like 
trying to fill my plate with so many more things and like got to get all the things done and do all this. And then I reach a point where I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything for like a week. I'm like, everything goes to the side. So I'm definitely still learning with that. But just like trying to pace yourself and not do everything at once. Like you don't have, every time someone's like, I did this really bad. But every time someone's like, "Um, can you, I don't know, walk my dog tomorrow at 4 a.m. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't mind. Like (laughs) saying no like, you don't always have to say yes. And so I feel like a lot of times I take on a lot of extra things, and then that causes me to get burnt out. When if I would just stick. See, I'm really getting on myself now. But if I would just stick to the things, I'm still working on that. Saying no is something I'm definitely working on. So yes. I don't have that down pat yet. I completely agree. I have all of these different hats I wear as well, and it's like the same way. I'll have all these babysitting jobs from three mm-hmm. years ago. They're like, oh, can you babysit for me this random day it, on this yes. random time? And I'm definitely working that day. And I'm like, uh, let sure. me see what I can do. Sure, that's like, yeah. I could just do school and also yeah. watch your kids. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yes. And then you end up staying up super late. Yes. You have bad sleep. You don't yes. eat right. Like all the stuff. So I completely agree. I was doing this college class that's, it's like a theology class and we're learning about leadership right now. Mm-hmm. And it talks about what's like your most important thing that you value in terms mm-hmm. of terminal things meaning like your life yeah and one of the options was basically being admired for accomplishing things yeah and for having respect for accomplishing certain things mm-hmm. in your life and I think that I value that more than yeah my own sanity sometimes I is, completely get that yeah it's like I want to be an accomplished yeah. power, yes. like businesswoman sometimes. And I'm like, well, yes. sometimes I don't sleep about four hours a night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that it's, it can be really great because you accomplish a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah, cool. Okay, I accomplish yeah. a lot of stuff. But then it's like, okay, well, I'm drowning right now. Yeah. So I completely agree. Yes. What Enneagram are you? Seven. Really? Yeah. I thought you'd be a three. I'm a three. See, I thought I was a three three. so badly. I like when I read the Enneagrams, I was like, I'm a three or I was a two or something like the helper. And I was a seven, which I think is true because part of it is saying that you keep yourself really, really, Mm -hmm. really busy to like avoid life. You can't like miss out on something. Exactly. And yes. Oh my gosh. That's me every day of my life. Yeah. So what is an Enneagram three? The achiever. Okay. Like never say no. Right. How many things can I pound onto myself before I'm sitting on the floor crying? Yes. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about that, like go into more depth about it, because obviously it's amazing that you do what you do. A lot of people don't step out of their comfort zone because they don't want to be burnt out or be in a position Mm -hmm. where they have to have a responsibility. And I think we're a lot the opposite of that. We'll do the responsibility, but then it takes our own personal to the back burner. So talk to me about if you could redo it, if mm-hmm. you could start over, what would you do where you could, you know, how would you encourage other people and yourself to achieve certain goals while being able to say no? Yeah, again, something I'm having to learn, but I think just like prioritizing the right things. I'm so afraid of getting to the end of my life and having not experienced enough. Yeah. Like, even if it is a risk, even if it's whatever, and there's people that do way more than me there every day. There's people that you know, run their heads off more than me. But I'm not wired to not take that risk and just live life full. Like if you have a goal, if you have a dream, go for it. But prioritize that goal. Like by saying yes to everybody else, you're building everybody else's dream instead of building your own. Yes, be there for people. And 
yes, let people depend on you, but there's a balance to you prioritizing your own self and your own goals, or you'll never accomplish those because you'll be building everyone else's. I'm trying to learn how to say no more and nicely and still be someone that can be dependable and help people, you know. Right. I think that is all tied up to your responsible human being. You take care of your responsibilities and then you're still reliable for people to, you know, you're responsible with other people's, you know, when they're relying on you, you're still responsible Mm -hmm. with that. And so it's a balance of both of those things. Yeah. And time management. Like if you can conquer time management, oh, that's another thing I'm working on. So what are some things you want to implement in your life in the coming future that will help you to be more organized, time management, all of it? Oh my God. So much. Lots of time management. Cause I'll like, do all the things and then have more things I need to do. But I'm like, you know, I really would love to take a nap right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, if I would say no to some of those things so then I could get sleep at night and then I want to take naps. But working on saying no, but nicely. A lot of things I do are for other people and other people's business, you know. And it's not that I don't want to do those things, but just prioritizing things. Like yeah. if, if it's not going to build your life and your career in like five to ten years, then, you know, like. Yeah. You don't have to say yes to everything. Right. Um, time management, saying no. Those are two things I really need to work on. Yeah. So from the experiences that I've had, time management comes a lot from sleep at night. Yeah. Which is a helpful thing. Yes. <laughs> Creating some sort of rhythm that your body yes. can fall into. Saying no is something that I struggle with so, 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 mm-hmm. so much. Like literally, even if it's something that I absolutely like want to do so badly, even if it's like going to a conference, like coming to Summit, literally as much as you guys don't know on the podcast, but they have a conference here in Sebastopol where we're recording this. And I want to come so badly, but I'm going to, I said yes to another trip. You're not coming? The day after. Oh my gosh. And I was like, well, you know, technically I could like hop on a flight, go to the conference, go back home, then go on another flight, then go on. And I'm like, that's because I said yes to things that I didn't want to do. Like I'd rather come to Summit than the other thing, but... I already said yes to that. So it's a whole thing. I feel like I relate to that so much in my daily life. Every single day is like that. Yes, I get that. So going back to AudiCloth, talk to me about your future plans for the company. And if the future plans are just, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Or if your future plans are to pursue something else, whatever your future Mm -hmm. plans are for your company and also yourself. As of right now, I really want to have a storefront. I, I want to have an actual store that still has the online and my website and stuff, but a storefront that people can come to. And um, that's something I've kind of been looking at right now. I, at this point, it probably will be a while, but I really want to do that. There's a lot, but just like help helping other people's small business grow. That's something kind of I'll do branding design for other people. I really enjoy doing that, and I would love to keep doing that. Um so, yeah, kind of those two are the, the main right now. Yeah, that's awesome. A storefront looking like you would run it or you would hire people out? Probably hire people gotcha. out. So Yeah, in Sebastopol here. Or one of the towns around, the bigger towns. Yeah. Sebastopol's like teeny tiny. So. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this on the podcast with Ethan Riles, if you guys listened. But we are in Sebastopol, Mississippi, which has like 200 people. Yes as the population so it's so crazy because you look at little towns like this and this is super off topic but you look at little towns like this and you're like 
what is going on here? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, why would people even go there? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, the longer, every single time I leave here, I want to come back immediately. It's like I a big family. It. it really is. Literally, you know every single person mm-hmm. that walks down the street. Like, everyone's so helpful. Like, hey, my toilet just, like, ruptured or something. <laughs> and, every, like, all your neighbors are there for you or whatever you need. Yeah. You know, it's so homey and it's so nice. Yes. So, there's also a lot going on here. Yes. Which... I didn't realize when I yes. first came the first time. I came actually for the first time ever here two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was going to Summit, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I was staying in Forest at the like Econo Lodge. Oh, God. And please tell me. I was like, please get me out of this place. I cannot stand it here. I hate it here. Like, what is this? And I would never in a million years think I would move here. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And here we are. Like, we're just, you know, every yeah. single time I come back, I'm like, I love this place so much. I love it. Yeah. And also, the people here are so sweet and mm-hmm. kind and homey and, like, not even homey. Yeah. I feel like I've met a lot of people who are super ambitious and great. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting how life changes in every environment that you're in. Yeah. Okay. So how has this business helped you as a person? And maybe it's not this business. Again, like we talked about, it could be any of the hats that you've worn, but how has it helped you to grow? I know you talked about that moment in the car with your mentor and Mm -hmm. how you've changed from that. One thing is I know a lot of people don't think this if you like spend very much time with me, but I can be like introverted and it's hard for me to like really get out there and like talk to people or message someone about like collaborating with me or or something like that. So it has helped me get out of my comfort zone in more ways than one. But that way, as far as meeting new people and like going to a conference and someone wearing my clothes and like, like whereas before I would not just walk up to somebody and be like, oh, hey, that's, you know, whatever. Now I'm like, okay, well, they bought from my store. So, you know, you kind of have put this image out there. So you better go compliment them on that shirt. Right. And so... That's small as that sounds, just talking to people and just trying to be out there and, and whatever, it has helped me that way. Um, and I've got to meet a lot of, of super nice, fun people. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I'm still working on it. I'm still learning. But I have got to meet a, a lot of really, really nice people and helpful people that have, I mean, let me do stuff like this. I've never been on a podcast before. So yeah. um, it's brought me a lot of fun opportunities. Yeah. So. So I know you mentioned earlier in the car that you were talking about it giving you purpose. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to talk a little bit about the mental side of creating purpose for yourself. Yeah. You know, being fulfilled in your life and feeling, you know, like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I'm, you know, with my life. This is what I'm doing. So talk to me about purpose and how you found purpose in your life, how you, you know, continue to find purpose in Mm -hmm. your life if Finding purpose was a turning point for you. What was it like? Not to turn everything spiritual, but I think that every person, if you don't find your purpose in God first, then everything else is going to, you're going to constantly be trying to fill that hole. Like, if you don't find that first, I am a firm believer in that. It's kind of like that illustration of um, where a guy had the jar and he put big rocks and then like little rocks and sand and water. If you don't put the right things first, then it'll get all out of whack that and I found literally yesterday I was having a conversation with someone and I was talking about how I have like a billion things to do I was completely whining about how I have so much to do and he was like okay Autumn but you without a long list of things to do is not a very great person and that's true like if I don't have a, a full schedule I just feel 
like I'm not accomplishing anything or I'm not making enough progress. So do you find yourself getting overwhelmed with everything or is it more of wishing there was more business? Um, definitely overwhelmed. Really? Definitely overwhelmed, which is a great thing. I'm very glad for that problem. But yeah, definitely overwhelmed, which is what we talked about saying no and time management. How does everything keep coming back to that? But no. It's you know. like when we talk about the podcast and we do the podcast episodes, we always like come back and we're like, mm, this is your fatal flaw every yes. single time. I do it with myself <laughs> when I record. I'm like, wow, Camille, you really need to work on this one thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really awesome. I mean, the fact that you started it from your own, yourself, it's in your name, you did it, you completely started it on your own, and now it's like overwhelming you with the amount of orders you're getting. Do you package everything yourself? Yes. I have, well, my little cousin, Camelia. She is my lifesaver. Like, she helps me. She'll come after school to my office and help me do them sometimes. And she she's the little girl. The, well, she's not really little, but the redhead that's on my yeah. Instagram. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's great. She helps me. If, if I didn't have her helping me, I would literally, I would die. So, she's great. Yeah. So, how many orders do you get per week, probably? See, this is, that's the thing. If, I, if I'm posting every day and I'm... Um, like being really engaging and doing whatever, then I can get usually around like for me with all the other jobs, that's like great. I, that is I, awesome. Yeah, I was it's not, not expecting like, that. It's not like a, a billion, but that's awesome. Small starts. What's so. your like goal for in order to start your storefront? How many would you need to be? I don't really feel like I'd have to get to a certain amount of orders to do the storefront. I know they say. You, you're not going to, from a lot of things I've read and whatever, um, if you start a business, you don't profit that much until f- three to five years. Oh, wow. So it's a lot of putting money in it and putting time and work into it, and then it pays off later. Right. Which is perfectly fine. I'm willing to put in the work. Um, but I feel like if I were to start a storefront, it would bring more business in because there's a lot of people especially the people around here because the people around here like that I go to church with are so supportive they buy a lot like last night at church like a ton of people had my clothes on it made me so happy but um they all like to see it and try it on and all of that stuff so I feel like if I were to have a storefront it would make it even better because the online would still be going but also it'd be somewhere people can come in and try on and stuff so yeah do your pop-up shops do more do a lot better than like online pop-up shops do really really good i really enjoy them i i did one at the youth rally last week and it was super fun so yeah i would love to have seen it i know i think you were there for summit last year yeah. right? okay yeah i remember but i think i might have bought something actually i'm doing one again at summit and then i have one the 20th of this month and then i've got one i, I think it's either december 1st or 2nd i'm doing one gotcha wow that's awesome so how would you encourage others using the things you've learned since the start of this whole process? If So if I wanted to start a clothing company, what would be your words of wisdom? I know you talked about patience and all that. We already kind of went over this question. But talk to me about the specific clothing company portion of it, like criticism and people coming to you with different ideas and all of that. Um, I think the main thing is giving yourself grace and giving yourself space to learn like it's not gonna be perfect at first so you might as well get that out of your head and stop expecting yourself to be perfect or you're just gonna be upset at yourself all the time like it's just gonna be a a endless cycle so just like 
allowing yourself to grow. And like I look back on the stuff, it's literally last month was a year. October 10th was a year. And I look back on my first stuff and I'm like, why did I think that was the move? Like that was (laughs) that was not it. And but it's okay because you can go and I can go back and look at how much I've grown in just a year. And so instead of being like, that was horrible. Why did I think that was a good idea? I can be like, I've grown so much since then. Right. So just like allowing yourself room to grow. And yeah. I'm still growing. Like just being very patient and, and nice to yourself as whatever that sounds. It's very true because. Yeah. You know. Dude, some people are not like that. I, yeah. I have podcast episodes and I haven't even been doing that very long. But I was like, what in the world was I talking about? Like, I cannot no, yeah. that I did that. So I think everyone goes through that, especially mm-hmm. with small businesses and and, you know, you don't really have that much competition in your area, I feel like. I don't know if... Yeah. I mean, you may feel differently about that subject. I mean, there's a, f- there's a few other ones, but competition's good. Like, yeah, that keeps true. you going. Yeah. So. Do you feel like God has talked to you a lot in your personal life, especially with the business, about, like, if it's a will for, you know, your life, or do you feel really settled in your decision to do the company... Do you still question if it was a good idea, stuff like that? Oh, no, I definitely feel feel very settled. Like, I think um, eventually as it grows, it'll be something that can really be a blessing to my church and, and I can do more and, and be a help more and financially or not with it. And so I I definitely I feel settled with it. I know when I first talked to my pastor and pastor's wife about it, one thing I wanted to do was eventually get to a point where I can give a percentage of every sales to missions. Like, that's just, that's something small, even if it's not big, but that's something I want to do. That's so good. I feel like church and especially God, obviously, has really shaped, we talked about this with Ethan as well, just how the involvement in the church and your involvement with God, yeah. the more that you give to that, the more God blesses that. Yeah. And he appreciates that. And yeah. obviously the church people appreciate that as well. You know, I'm sure your pastor is very appreciative that you, he knows you have all this stuff going mm-hmm. on, but you still, you know, give time for them. So I think that's really helpful and definitely a grounding thing, you know, yeah. humility, humility, and just saying that I'm a giver. This is me giving. And then, you know, I'll reap the blessings if that yeah. happens from God, you know, yeah, definitely. Well, Thank you, Autumn Walters, for being on the podcast so much. I appreciate it. We are going to do a code for Autumn Cloth. So if you guys want to look at it, it's modest fashion, super cute. I literally love all their stuff. It's adorable. And her Instagram is, what's your Instagram? Autumn Cloth. Just Autumn Cloth. Yeah, at Autumn Cloth. And we'll do the code is HMSPOD15, which is 15% off your purchase. And and whatever you order – just use that and you can get 15% off and yes. support Autumn. Yes. Yay. So last thing, give us anything that you're excited about. Obviously, we have the pop-up shops and everything, but just shout out your business and company. You can go to my website, which is www.audicloth.com. It's a, you know, everything in my life is a work in progress. That's also a work in progress. Constantly glowing up. But I have my website and then you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, all the good. Any support I love. I love getting to talk to all the girls. I love all of that. Go look at her stuff now and you can see how great quality it is. I have a lot of new stuff coming. Adorable. Yay. I'm so excited. Go shop her stuff. HMS Pod 15, 15% off of your purchase. And I'm so excited. I'm going to order something with my own code. Here we are. (laughs)
All right, Autumn. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I'm again back in North Carolina doing the outro for this episode. Don't forget on the Instagram this week, starting the Monday that we post this, it's going to be HMS pod 15 for 15% off anything on Audi cloth. I'm going to go get myself something really cute. And I hope you guys really do support Autumn and this podcast, like the Instagram, post it. Um, we may even later in the year do a giveaway or something like that with using autumn um i've been thinking about doing a giveaway with the different people share her stuff like it appreciate it go buy something with a code 15 percent off and i'm really thankful that she was on the podcast we had a great time like i said in the beginning and i hope you guys have an awesome week Next week, we're going to be doing some fun stuff. I may even be dropping my information. We'll see what happens. I'm not exactly sure what the timing of it all, but either it's going to be the next week or the week after that, we're going to be dropping the exciting announcement for the podcast. So anyways, I will see you guys next week and hope you have an awesome one. All right. Bye-bye.